Well, that's exactly right. What we've done is we've taken the 360, we've added a DSP, and then we've... What happened to your eyes? That big eye. You will need eyes to see. Pop culture purgatory. This is Jeremy. This is Michael Desons. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> uh, we don't have no, no Tron this episode. Uh, he's doing a pizza party with the family. He's kicking yeah, he's some got, ass. He's got. I, I, he's got. A, he sent us a video and there's like five or six kids around. Kids. So for me, I'm like, well, that looks like hell. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, like we love this whole video, man. All I can think oh, of yeah. was that that scene in Lord of the Rings. It's drums, drums. Yeah, right. I just hear. <laughs> You fool of a toque. You're gonna fucking die. Anyway, we're just talking about shit we've been we've been watching, reading, listening to, stuff like that. So yeah, we were gonna do part two of Nine Inch Nails, of course. Yeah, the fragile. But you know, we don't want to be rushed. You know, that's something that's like part one. That was so much fun. I was listening to the episode today, and I thought it's. I'd never go back and listen to these fuckers like half the time. And that one was fun, man. It sounded really good. You did a great job. I'm about halfway through. Okay, that was a that might be one of the hardest ones I've had to edit. So far. Oh, I have no doubt, man. I was thinking that beforehand, let alone you know before it fucking you know. Kept, well, anyway, <laughs> it was only because that it, it was only out. because of the 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 internet connection. Other than that, yeah, if we didn't lose the internet connection, I had would have had no problem at all. But it went really smoothly, even though with the uh, yeah internet connection. So surprised hey. me. Um, but uh, Mike, I'll, I'll let you go first for what you, whatever you be checking out. Yeah. So uh, the. I've been watching a lot of more kind of surrealistic kind of movies lately. And so, of course, you're going to kind of stumble into Terry Gilliam shit, who um, for anybody out there who fucking been living under a rock for the last 50 years, you know, he's directed so much uh, uh, the Monty Python's work back back in the day. He was like the one American in the group. Right. Um, he was and, the artist. Uh, yeah, absolutely. His movies are like just beautiful masterpieces. And I just got the the Criterion version of Brazil. And this movie is oh, just wow. absolutely fucking dude. I, it was on sale on Amazon for twenty five bucks. It's normally fifty. That is dirty. I was like, yeah, but I'm, I'm yeah. spending the money I should be spending on it to buy. But <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. 
but it's you know it's, it's and you know i'm not gonna go too far into it because i will do a big thing on it um but yeah it's a really good you know a bureaucrat in a dystopic society becomes an enemy of the state as he pursues the woman of his dreams and it's a really fascinating plot really incredibly shot terry gilliam's great writing and great eye and everything it looks like you're in a mirror sometimes the way his camera shots look you know what i mean it's just really yeah. strange um great movie and you know incredible cast uh, Jonathan Price, Robert De Niro, Ian Holm, fucking Bilbo Baggins, Bob Hoskins, uh, Jonathan Michael Palin. Price, Jonathan Price doesn't get as much love as he should, but yeah, I like Jonathan I agree, Price yeah. Too. And he's been in so fuck. he's in another Tons one I watched too, uh, Baron Munchausen. Price is also in that one too, another movie by Terry Gilliam. Yeah, that's my favorite <laughs> Terry Gilliam movie. Is, oh, it's is so fantastic, dude. I, I, I've been watching that too recently. I have that on Blu-ray and it's just so much fun. An awesome movie. Just, just yeah. Uh, it's one of the one of the most incredible like this it's like a dream yeah it's incredible i, mean, his, it's awesome. I think the first movie i saw of his was probably i forget which one he directed if it's life of brian or uh maybe it's holy grail he directed or both uh, of them i don't know i don't i think because i think the holy grail and life brian both have two directors it might That's be right. I think and somebody he, else and somebody else i think yeah. you're right yeah one of the other pythons i think also directed it but right that makes but, sense yeah but uh uh, I well, I'd love to talk about Life, Brian, one day. That's a great fucking movie. Oh yeah, I would love. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll run the gambit with Monty Python. The show's great too, and it's all on Netflix. They have a lot of stuff on there. Oh yeah, they do. Actually, they do have lots yeah, of they have that and a couple of the the movies on there. But yeah, you know Terry Gilliam, just incredible artist. Um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas was another of his that I love. The movie is fucking hilarious, okay, and they do movie. a really good job of acting the book. They do a really great job. They do. I think they do too. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, just, you know, we'll probably do an episode on him in the future. Something I would love to fucking talk about. Just kind of go through all of his movies. Yeah, absolutely. I figured that'd be a lot of fun. But yeah, you know, that was just one of the things I've been kind of looking into lately, back and forth. And like, the movies are incredible. They're they're definitely all worth owning. Yeah. And weirdly enough, mostly just flops, which is weird to go back and find those stuff, that stuff out. Like a lot of them were flops. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of a bummer. That made money, like. (laughs) Oh, Baron Munchausen was like a forty million dollar movie. That only made six, a lot of but money. he got he got fucked. It's a whole story. The the studio head wanted to just kill the movie, so he only ordered like a hundred prints, like for the entire United States, one hundred. <laughs> like that's absurd, you know. So yeah, it's a whole yeah. story. Yeah, tell you, but very Brazil made a lot guy. of money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Monkeys, I think, made a lot of money. Anyway, yeah. So I just I, Terry Gilliam, great director. That's something I've been watching. What well, about I, you, buddy? I actually read a book um, recently um, going back, and I think I mentioned this guy's name, and I actually sent it to you guys uh, recently, the picker. But I actually uh, got another book from Junji Ito, um, Japanese novelist, uh, manga artist. Um, he had, His brand-new book came out called The Liminal Zone, which is another, another one of his uh, collections of short stories. Um, this guy is a great short story artist. Um, the oh, fact that yeah, he, the fact that the man writes them and also crawls them at the same time is, you know, it's a man after my own heart. Incredible. Uh, but yeah, know, that, an, that that level of just artistship just blows my mind. I could yeah, I could maybe maybe write something one fifty billionth as good, but I couldn't draw anything anywhere <laughs> near fucking what he can draw. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, again, it's another collection of short stories, uh, short stories that are really fascinating and interesting and and pretty deep. Uh, there's um, uh, the first chapter is about the uh, the weeping woman, which is a, about a woman who is a professional weeper at like uh, a bitch be crying. Yeah, <laughs> a bitch crying pretty interesting stuff. 
Oh no, I'm um, sorry, I'm just being a dick. And uh, <laughs> it takes place uh, takes place eventually at like. Um, Oh, no, no, it doesn't take place. Well, it's a place outside of Japan, but, like, yeah, it's a, a small town where basically, I'm not sure if this is a Japanese tradition or what it is, but um, uh, basically a professional weeper is a person who helps uh, transition the souls of the dead into heaven or hell. Basically to get to... Oh, shit, okay. Out. That's yeah. pretty fascinating. Pretty interesting stuff. So they're kind of like, yeah, the, uh, for the whoever brings you across the river sticks, is it Hades, I guess? Sure. So it's it's a, it's a in this it's a little bit it's pretty it's a lot more brutal than that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah uh, but uh, yeah, it's something like that. You you um and they're hungry for it. They're, they're, women are obs- these women are obsessed with c- to cry as much as they possibly can to to basically cry as many tears as they possibly can for the the dead to move them on. And it, I, I'll say. This is less like because it's a short story, so I can't say too much about it because I want to ruin anything. So, right. Um, if anybody can check that out, it's great. Uh, there's another one called The Madonna, which is pretty fantastic, which is about, um, uh, a can- I-, I believe it's a Christian or Catholic school in Japan, uh, about a, uh, the, uh, the second, third, fourth coming of the, of, of Mary Magdalene. And um, hoping for the baby Jesus to be impregnated in them, which is pretty interesting shit. Fuck, man. Uh, yeah, it's real fucking. It gets really dark. It's really fucking dark. Um, yeah, I mean, say, what's, what, that's, what else should I expect, you know, from Japanese manga, though? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also some fun, like, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Locke. There's some sort of Locke stuff in there, too. Locke in the Bible, who his wife turns oh, to salt because um, he fucked yeah, all the bitches and he's a piece of shit, too, but. He gets right to survive, and his wife dies and turns into a pillar of salt. There's a lot of salt play in it. Um, a lot of weird, a lot of Cronenberg salt play, which is a lot of fun. I, I'd say Junji Ito is like a Cronenberg to like manga, in my opinion. It's that's like, really that's, interesting. That, that yeah, makes me want to read more of his stuff for sure. Yeah, very strange uh, and awesome. Uh, there's another great uh, story about um, a couple that go to the uh, suicide forest in Japan. I'm sure you've heard of this place, right? Oh yes. Oh my God. It's yeah, it's. Crazy, yeah, crazy spot. Yeah, interesting. This guy's got a, uh, uh, he's got a, uh, an illness, and um, they go. Him and his his uh, fiance or girlfriend go there, and uh, to for him to die. Um, they never right. see what kind of illness it is. It's just a, a permanent illness. Um, but what they find is um, this sort of cave, and this it's like a, the dragon's mouth cave, and they find out that um, the souls of the dead at certain periods of night will flow. And it's a soul stream. And uh, hmm. he ends up jumping into the stream of the souls. And that sounds body... like a terrible idea. Why in the fuck would you do well, that? Well, he's about to be dead. So he just oh, jumps gotcha. in. He's got, a, he's got a terminal illness, so he's going to die. So he jumps in. But then his body starts to sort of uh, trans... What's the what's the word to sort of like... Uh, you're going backwards, like like your body is uh, modifying and Devol- devolving, you know, devolving, or something, something something like that. Yeah, it's just, it's a interesting thing, but like uh, his body becomes more sleek, uh, more sexual, more non sex, actually more uh, to non sex, which is pretty interesting. There's no like That's penis so or vagina. Yeah, it's very interesting. I, oh, I, like asexual, I'll, yeah, yeah, asexual, yeah. And, and, and I'll leave it at that. That's pretty interesting stuff. Um, and then I will say the last one, um, I don't remember what it's called, but it's about a dude who dreams 
of a man who wears a raincoat and kills people, but he has the same <laughs> dream every night. But um, it sounds like fucking last action hero. <laughs> yeah, this, whatever the axe guys call it. I forget the axe guys call it. I can't but, remember either, Dan. Um, funny enough, me and Bryce watched it the other night. But yeah, oh, it's such a great movie. The Slasher, or whatever it's called. But uh, and this is pretty interesting. It's a, 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 a you, uh, it's he's sharing a dream with an with the killer, and the killer that's, happens that's to be a psych. Cool. The killer happens to be like a psychiat psychiatrist, but also um, a person who. Uh, can heavily sort of, um, what's the word like, uh, you know, the, you know, you, you, you put the, um, the, the, uh, oh, I forget, you know, sort of swinging a chain back and forth and putting someone to sleep and stuff like that. Oh, hypnotize. A hit, like, a hit, and like really heavily into, uh, yeah. Uh, hypnotizing hypnosis? people. Yeah, hypnosis. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, but I was thinking about that, that, that awesome clock thing you use to keep on balance, like keep on, on when you play guitar. A metronome? Keep, yeah, methanone. Like he's sort of like a methanone sort of thing. Metronome, yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, this crazy sort of like this dude like researches like ancient tactics like this to basically skip bodies. <laughs> I'll skip I'll keep it at that. Yeah, I'll keep uh, it at okay. that. But like skip yeah, bodies. I don't know, that, sounds, that sounds unbelievably fucking wild. That it's thing, but I'm, I'm intrigued, yeah, for sure. It's, pretty fucking killer god but um but i'll, I'll that, that those are the stories that i'm trying to keep them as vague as possible but uh yeah the junji ito uh the luminal zone just he, he wrote it uh during covid and uh yeah it's 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 a fucking another one of his masterpieces of the fucking ultimate strange i love the man for it yeah absolutely i mean that's the kind of shit i want to see in a manga like really fucking out there just blows my mind and even really in just comics in general i really want that crazy out there shit you know that i'm just reading like what the fuck is going me too. on i love me too. that stuff and it's all it, and it's not colored it's all black and white right which it's, i kind of sometimes I, sometimes i love that but there are times i'm like damn i do miss kind of just the vibrance of color I, you know I, I will yeah i'm with you too but i will show you after we get off the podcast um in video i'll show you um the tattoo i want to get i found the my next tattoo in this book nice. it's awesome cool. dude yeah it's oh, fucking yeah, it's haunting, but I was like, I gotta get this tattoo. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's badass, dude. Oh, Mike, you neck, buddy. Oh yeah. So I wanted to mention this real fast. Is is of course Prey, the the fucking new Predator movie. Did you get to watch that last night? I watched it last night. Yeah. Dude, I mean, what'd you think, honestly? Um, I didn't love it. Uh, it was, but I, but the thing is, though, it's just such an interesting idea. Like, yeah. Finally, they do something interesting with the Predator. It's like, it, well, it, to me, reminded me of more like the first one in terms of like out in not really a jungle setting, but with the forest setting. So you're kind of back to like the lush greenery. And even though I love Predator 2, right. the city is kind of not ideal for, I don't know, I liked the like him being able to hide and cloak a lot more in the jungle. And I thought he had that a lot more in this one as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I well, I mean, it's weird. Like when they mentioned this movie, this the premise of this movie the first time, you know, months and I months and months I ago. It was terrible. Yeah. Well, no, I, actually, I thought the opposite. I, thought, I was like, I mean, I thought it was a good why idea, didn't this like, happen? How are they going to stand a fucking chance? You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> and I knew that you know Hollywood's going to do the thing, and they're going to there's going to be a chance, obviously, uh, of for this character. But and. um but yeah, I love the idea. I, I don't love the movie. I think for me, um, what kind of breaks these the whole sort of thing is that we have um, 
we have these the Indians there, yeah. and uh, Native Americans. Native Americans, <laughs> and um, um, they. I think they're Comanche, right, or something. I can't remember. I don't remember. I think it, I'm pretty sure they. Sorry, go ahead. It's pretty close to where piece of shit Columbus shows up. It's pretty close around. It's like 1700s or whatever. Um, yeah, 1719. Uh, yeah, and um, but the thing that kind of like kicked me out a lot was that like I love all the native language, but then like a lot of the time they just speak like California English. dudes, and I'm like, I'm not like really into this. They keep they that keep was my biggest problem out. too. That's my and biggest I, problem. I, movie. I, I I I'm always fine with just do it with the native language and do subtitles, but I I'm not surprised that they chose not to do it for Hulu. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised either, but I was just like, man, like, it just oh, Bryce pulls you out of it. Nope. Yeah, he, uh, it just pulls you out of it. Like, like I was, you get immersed, and you're like, oh, they're just total English the whole time. Like, why? What's <laughs> the point? Like, like, like the, the, one of the reasons why, and I think you would agree, the one one of the reasons why we love Apocalypto so much is because that yeah. language brings us in. It makes us feel like we are there. There, and yeah. and and to jump into this and be like. Get really into that language, then all of a sudden, like, well, hold on, wait. Well, I mean, and also, Dan Trachtenberg, I think is his name, the director. Um, he's no Mel Gibson great. either. <laughs> well, he, I think he's a, I think I, he did a great, he, he did a great remake of Let, Let the Right One In. I think it's yes. a really great remake. And uh, I thought you know, Tim Cloverfield Lane is not bad until the very, very end. Well, yeah, the ending is fucking terrible. The movie itself, yeah, before that, it's pretty good. I mean, I'm not, I'm not in love with the man, but like, like he did a good, re- he did a really good remake. He did an okay movie, and then he jumps into this, and I'm like, I still give him props for it. Don't get me wrong, but like, still, I'm like, I just did. I'm still with you though. I will definitely throw this in part three than anything else. I'll yeah, I, I do think time. it's better than Predators. It's just like for me, this was, I thought they did a better job of more practical looks with the Predator. The only thing that pulls me out of Predators the most is there's so much CGI involved with the Predators. Well, I mean, so much. Predator, but then we have like we got like a ton of different weird Predators, right? Exactly. Because because we have we got Rodriguez and Rodriguez got fucking hold of like Robert Kurtzman, not Robert Kurtzman. Uh, we got um, the special effects guys. I, I cannot Kale uh, K. I forget those guys' names. Those guys is in a yeah, I'm not sure. Bunch man. of practical effects. You know, uh, uh, Burger. I forget his name. The guy that does Walking Dead now. Um, those special effects guys were incredible, but he got that, he got that fucking money and he's like, dude, give me all the predators. And he fucking did it. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. all right, it's too much fucking predator. So much so that they killed the, like the original predator in the movie at one point. I know. Like, I okay, know. I get it. All right. Rodriguez. Chill the fuck I did out. like that they had, I did like that idea of them having one bigger than the, um, uh, a bigger set of predators that have been hunting the smaller ones. Like it's been a blood feud. I like that idea. That'd well, I did movie, too, in my yeah. opinion, but yeah, Predators is okay. Um, it's it's got some dumb part parts. About, I think my favorite part of Predators is uh, the Spanish woman talking about the past, talking about the first yeah, Predator, too. which yeah, is an absolutely. awesome scene. Uh, but uh, yeah, but uh, we'll talk about one day on the podcast. I'm sure we'll For do sure. a whole. Pre- we talk. I think we we kind of mentioned. The I, mean, other night. I wanted to say you noticed the callback with the with the musket, right? Oh, I yeah, of course, dude. I, I was, was like, uh, I, I saw that. I was like, huh, because I was waiting for something else to happen with that. And then it kind of ended, so I guess if there's a sequel, maybe we'll see where that goes. You know what I mean? Right. And I was like, oh, well, this is what Danny Danny, uh, Danny gets, exactly uh, later on for yeah. Predator too. All right, I got you. And I, I, the, I think the because uh, we all watched it as a family last night, uh, me, Joe, and Bryce, and we're all like, yeah. don't kill that good boy. 
Don't kill that dog. Oh, man. the dog. Good as soon, as, good it boy, started, man. Don't as, soon as it started, my first thought was like, well, okay, you know, he's going to die. So I'm just going to go ahead and prepare. It's a fucking predator movie. You know, I'm expecting yeah. everyone to die. Yeah. And so, yeah. But I mean, I still, I still enjoyed it. It had some really cool action sequences in mind. There were some good fights. Um, I did like how that the predator was older too. I thought that was cool. But yeah, you know, we'll, we'll talk That's about cool. it one day on the show. And I, I like, um, of course, I like the the main female lead. She's really good. Yeah. I like her a lot. Yeah, she was. Um, and the, her brother, the guy who played her brother. He I like her brother too. Movies and he did a good job. I like her brother too. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of aspects of the movie I like a lot. Just the fact yeah. is that just pulling me out of with the, with the language. It's like man, I on, yeah, guys. I feel you. I was surprised. I mean, yeah, that was the only part of of the movie I didn't like. Especially when the French like guys spoke nothing but French. But you know, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, right. I just I mean I love I love her talking to the dog in French and stuff and it was just like wow I just love all this it's so cool and then just like nah this was just talk <laughs> like right hey, I think they're like, like coming over What's here up, guys. Man? <laughs> the <laughs> voice completely changes I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. but yeah it, it was cool it was fun I, I definitely recommend people checking it out if you got Hulu I mean there's no right. reason why you shouldn't check it out it's there. right there bitch is right there <laughs> you fucking premium you just watch that motherfucker no problem yeah exactly so. um yeah back over to you brother. Yeah, I watched uh, this movie called Blades. Um, okay. I didn't look up the year. Uh, it's it's in the it's from the eighties. I think it's Canadian. Uh, it's on Tubi. If anybody wants to watch it, uh, I'd recommend it. Honestly, um, Blades is a movie that's What's a parody. Yeah. It's a parody of Jaws. Um, and oh, nice. Not, and not like you think. Down the water takes place on a golf course. Um, <laughs> it's hard to explain it to some people, but um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> The, uh, uh, there's a golf course, uh, very rich, vibrant golf course uh, with lots of people hanging out there, and um, we have. Um, Done. Da, da. <laughs> there, there is some of that in there as well, um, but uh, yeah, it's a possessed golf course, uh, uh, lawnmower that goes out and shreds people up on the golf course. So uh, it's dual part two, duels mini sun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dual even, battery no diesel <laughs> there's even that great scene in the scene in uh, uh in jaws where uh hooper not uh not, yeah it's hooper and um brody where they cut that shark open in the shack and like they take a pull oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's exactly the same scene but they hang a lot more upside down they cut the bag open and they pull like <laughs> shit out of it <laughs> oh that's fucking great it's pretty amazing um it's it's a super parody it's like um even when like the all the rednecks go out to hunt the shark uh, yeah. Same thing happens to this. All these goofy redneck dudes uh, get on like golf carts and stuff and go haunt a, a possessed fucking lawnmower. It's pretty amazing. Uh, but yeah, it's on Tubi. It's a lot of fun. I mean, the I less I say about that, it's also like rubber. Uh, you, did you ever see that one with the psychopathic tire that skill? I did. I did. Whatever. This, I think you might like this more, though. It's, it's a lot more. It's the 80s. The rubber also. was just so ridiculous, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we had like a, we got, we have a, um, we also have like a disgraced like a uh, golf champ who is a drunk, you know, he comes there to sort of represent uh, the golf course and everything like that. And we have like a, a sort of a mayor who's the owner of the, uh, the golf course. He's like, ah, oh, like, like every time I see a, a murder, like uh, there's like, always the sheriff is always there. And he's just like, sheriff, what do you think? He's like, Ah, I'd be fine by the morning. No big deal. And they just like open the fucking thing back up again. It's like, no big deal. Whatever. Fine. <laughs> and there's like that. No one's going to die again. <laughs> it is like a, there's the creepy, like uh, old guy, like in Friday the 13th, like you're all doomed. You're doomed. Hey, is that kind of guy? Leave now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. 
but that yeah, it's just a fun, cheesy eighties horror movie. Did you watch that on? I need to, I I need to check up. that. I believe What's I watched that? that Tubi. Tubi, cool. Yeah, God, Tubi. Tubi has so much crazy older nineties and eighties shit on there. It's amazing. I watch a lot of Tubi. Yeah, you may have to go through like eighteen ads to get their movie, but <laughs> it's oh yeah, awesome. it's a lot of ads, but yeah, a lot of ads. I feel like everything's been getting worse with that too. YouTube's ads have been getting insane for like a ten minute video. I had like three of them the other day. What oh, the fuck? Yeah, I try to watch. Not... I try to watch. Um. Uh. The uh, late was it? What is it called? Um. Uh. The um. Jimmy Kimmel's show. I forget what it's called. Oh, like, late, yeah, the late, is he the late show? The late late show. Something like that. But like I try to watch Jimmy. Kim- I, I watched Jimmy Kimmel the other day, and it's like, I think the clip was. It's on YouTube. But the clip was like fifteen minutes long. I got ten up. I got ten fucking commercials i'm like really That's insane like, holy shit dude like it's brutal i swear to god i feel like they do that and then they start throwing some of the ads that are the um get a month free of their premium so they can get you addicted to that you know so you forget about it and then they yeah. just charge you for it a yeah. fucking month later i tried that, that for a month still the best one about commercials they aren't as bad it's kind of blows my mind yeah a lot of all state fuck that shit I'm oh so i know tired. right fuck you yeah but yeah mike back to you buddy Oh man! Also, this um, that I wanted to mention that Blackbird show again because I just started the season finale and I'm halfway through that. I know we've talked about it before, or I've kind of briefly brought it up on the show, but man, it's just sure. freaking incredible. Um, Ray Liotta, you know, rest in peace. Unfortunately, one of my favorite R. actors R. of all time. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, it's one of his last performances in here, and he does an incredible job. I really hope that he doesn't have a whole lot of screen time, but he is in like you know more than. I think it's a six episode total kind of thing, and he's in at least four of them. I did Hopefully do a rewatch some of kind Goodfellas of to, to, to do the RP for him. I was like, I gotta do a re- I gotta do a rewatch of Goodfellas because man, I love fucking exactly. Yoda, so. And I, I rewatched Narc as well, which is another one I really. Oh love him, man, man, Narc is so underrated. We gotta do that one day on the show. I remember. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, it, man. Uh, that came out when I worked at the theater, man. Him and uh, what's his name from Lost Boys in there? Oh, man. it's uh, like, Jason Patrick. Jason Patrick, great fucking movie, man. Fuck, awesome movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. that's directed by the guy who also, I think, directed fucking um, Smoking Aces, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah. Smoking oh, yeah, Aces Car- has not Joe aged Carnahan, well, my yeah. friend. <laughs> what? Smoking Aces, a- Aces has not aged too well, my friend. Oh, no, I know, but it's, it was still fun when it came out. Oh, yeah, my dad was one of my dad's favorite movies, Smoking Aces, man. So, right. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, man. Uh, it's it's it also stars the guy um, from Taron Edgerton, I believe, from uh, the Kingsman. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like I like that guy. Yeah. And um, hang on, I was trying to pull this up right now. It's just a really creepy, creepy fucking show. It's about um, Taron Edgerton is like a, a he's kind of a big time drug dealer, and he's like making a shitload of money off it. Gets busted. Um, he gets his plea deal. And the assistant attorney fucks him. They say, you know, you'll be out in, four, you know, five years or whatever. But instead, that they fuck him, and he ends up getting ten years, no matter what, in early release. So he's oh. obviously pissed. And will then come to find out, they come back to him in like about a year or two or whatever. To they say they will reduce his sentence if he befriends a suspected serial killer and elicits a confession from Larry Hall to find the bodies of as many as 18 women. But he has to like switch. He has to switch prisons to like a much more crazy, like he's in like the, the cushy kind of prison right now. Granted it'd be 10 years. 
And uh, so they, he has to go into the crazy one, meet with all these crazy gangs. It's been really intense. The guy who plays the serial killer kind of talks like this. It's like really creepy the whole time, but it's also like I just want to slap him like your Mickey Mouse, you little bitch. You know what kind of reminds me of is that, uh, that true story of that dude named uh, White Boy Rick. Remember that story? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. This, Where he goes like undercover for the FBI? A true story. Okay, wait, 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 that right way Rick dude, he goes like undercover and uh, actually like finds a bunch of fucking drug dealers and gets them all fucking captured. That motherfucker's in prison for life. They fucked him over on the the plea deal too. He totally screwed the guy over. Yeah, God, man. Oh no, I I do I did see that movie and then I looked up that story. I remember that man. That's just fucking evil. I think this is, I think up. I think I watched the doc uh, on um, on HBO actually. Yeah, and this is this one's on Apple Plus or whatever Apple TV. Plus. Yeah, right. Um, so it is it is based on the true story of James Keene, a one-time drug dealer trying to elicit a confession from serial killer Larry Hall. That is very interesting. And um apparently, well, cool. Um uh, Ray Liotta passed away before the release of the episode. His daughter, um, Carson Leota, appears near the end of the episode. The place I lie is Audrey, the girl being interviewed by FBI. I'll have to go back and check Whoa. that out. I didn't know that. Oh, I'm oh, in that cool. episode right now. Cool. Um, oh, cool. So yeah, I thought that's pretty interesting. Very cool. I also didn't know that Ray Liotta had any, had any kids. It's also neither did I. Kids. Yeah, neither did I. But it's been a, it's a really really well acted show. Really high and in, high intensity drama, of course. Get, but it's been definitely worth checking out. And I mean, something I think everybody out there, Apple TV Plus is worth it. They have a lot of good shows on there. It's been really surprising me. Um, but yeah, it's been very very interesting. Good to hear, man. Uh, sorry, Bryce just gave me a note here. Let me read it. Uh, oh, no, you're kidding, man. Oh, yeah, that's pretty fast, dude. Yeah, it's pretty fast. Um, sorry? He's just speaking now. Oh, okay, thank you. Hi, Mike. He just said, hey, Mike. Hey, what's up, buddy? He said, what's up, buddy? <laughs> He's giving you the wave right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, okay, my next one, uh, uh, called Mosquito. Um, just came, uh, just got put on Shutter. Uh, it's from like 1994, 1996, something like that, and it's it's what you think. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's I think it was About straight to, to VHS back in Bites. the 90s, uh, but yeah. um, it's a movie I always I remember seeing back a lot at at the uh, the rental racks and stuff like that. I, I love you the know cover. What? Actually, that kind of does sound familiar. Yeah, the cover is awesome. I used awesome. to like just camp out in the fucking horror section at like, right, right at the video place back in the day. Yeah, it's a lot of them, but like I remember this cover. The cover reminded me of like uh, arachnophobia, but it was like it, the the point. It, it was like a bunch of mosquitoes that came to a point, like a mosquito needle, and came oh. down. It was like a city, like a city, and everything like that. Um, the for, it's a nice painted cover, uh, but um, yeah, uh, it's uh, I forget what happens, but like uh, there is some sort of like oh, I remember um, an asteroid hits. Um, I forget what the area is, but um, it's in a, a pond. And um, obviously mosquitoes uh, breed in ponds, and right. uh, uh, yeah, they get these huge, gigantic mosquitoes. They're like puppet. They're all puppets. And <laughs> That's there's, awesome. There's some pretty terrible fucking CGI in it, but it's a lot of oh, so fun. It's, a, it's kind of a newer, like what I, I imagine, like '80s when you said this. No, it's old. It's, I, I said before, it's like ninety. It's like 90, 94, 97. 94. Okay. That's my, right. My bad. My bad. <sighs> Oh, no big deal. But like, um, yeah, it's fun. It's like, uh, it's almost like Nightmare, uh, Nightmare, uh, not Nightmare, Jesus Christ. It's like uh, Night of <laughs> Living, it's like Night of Living Dead almost where like, um, you know, a, a, a weird group of people get together 
Um, they get in an RV, um, they drive, and they're fighting off huge mutant fucking mosquitoes, man. And if, if you get injected, <laughs> with, if you get injected with a mosquito, your fucking brain explodes or you fucking dissolve and melt and it's all gross and awesome. Um, uh, the original, uh, the original Leatherface is in it, which is pretty cool. That's um, badass. I can't remember his name, which I, I'm embarrassed by. I'm a huge horror fan, but I forget the man's name, but, um, he's in it, got big, great white beard and but um yeah a bunch of weird people get together and um uh get into a house it ends up at a house and they are boarding up windows like night living dead and they're defending themselves from gigantic fucking mis- puppet mosquitoes and it's it's a lot <laughs> of fucking fun it's it's ridiculous but it's a blast that sounds like a total waking nightmare for me because where I grew up, mosquitoes were like god, god awful by the bayous and shit down there. It's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a, like probably, with fucking mosquitoes. Oh yeah, we were probably just like one nuclear spill away from this becoming a reality. <laughs> <laughs> I will mention that the the man who is Leatherface, uh, Gunnar Hansen, that good nice man, I met him. Um, <clears throat> weirdly enough. I'll share this one small uh, piece of information. When I worked for the movie theater, uh, when that uh, Michael Bay, uh, he didn't direct it, but the remake of uh, of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out back in the early 2000s, um, the theater I worked at had uh, a lot of the original people there. Uh, Marilyn Chambers was there, who was a really nice lady. He's the, he's, Sally! Oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking uh, about. But uh, Gunnar Hansen was also there, and they were all, like, super nice, except... Uh, uh, the hitchhiker, who's the hitchhiker guy that brings in the, he oh, comes fucking... to pick him up. Oh, I do. You said that I thought the movie Hitchhiker at first. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, no, the movie's called The Hitcher. The Hitchhiker is the TV show. Hitcher, yeah, sorry. Uh, but they, he, he's the one who uh, comes in and like puts the photo in the aluminum foil and catches on fire. That guy was kind of an asshole, but everybody else is really nice. But like, yeah, I actually get to meet everybody That's while really we cool, the theater. And uh, yeah, but um, yeah, mosquito. If anybody's got shutter. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. Why not, man? So, yeah, uh, back over to me. This this one's probably going to kind of blow your mind. Um, so oh. I've, I've been going on Peacock lately since I, I had a – I got an email from them, and they're like, get premium for half off, so five bucks for like – five bucks for three months. I was like, you know, at, or so $15 total. $15 okay. total would be five, you know, five bucks a month for the premium. Right Did that, and um, so I've been going back Good and watching – <laughs> Huh? Good God. <laughs> Good God. Go and watch all that shit. And the the prophecy um by oh. Chris Walken. I just realized that I I never saw the original one. I only ever saw part what? two and three. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, because I was I was so young when those came out. Maybe they just didn't have it at a video store or whatever. I never really watched it on TV. So the yeah, I recently watched the first one for the first time. That movie's fucking crazy, dude. It's awesome. Fucking Eric, is it Eric Stoltz, I believe? Eric Stoltz, dude. Yeah. I was like, Eric Stoltz, um, you got uh, 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 Elias Cotis in there, fucking Casey Jones. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It blew my mind. I because and what's his name? I always uh, thought I'd the, seen him. The all, Jewish guy, never... the Jewish Hammer. That movie back in the day, Jewish Hammer. Oh, the Jew Hammer. Um, they bring oh, him back to on. life and everything. I die, Gabriel. I'm gonna fucking die, man. Like, yo, don't, <laughs> you're gonna die for this tomb, man. Hey, don't worry about it. But yeah, it's an that's an awesome fucking movie, man. I love that. Yeah, movie. it's oh, Virginia Madsen's in this. Oh, Viga Mortison, Mort, Mortison's in this. The, my favorite Satan role. Adam Goldberg is who you're thinking of. Adam Goldberg, yeah. But that role, that Vigo Satan role, is my favorite Satan of any movie. He's a great. Yeah, he's Satan great, man. He's, he's awesome. fucking terrifying. That per, he's like perched up on a fucking stump. And he's like. 
hey, Gabriel, what's going on? Like, he, I remember what he says was like, it's like, it's like he is fucking awesome and terrifying in that movie. It's amazing. <laughs> that guy should be the lead singer of a metal band. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that cla- is, is a classic shot. Uh, I'm sure you remember this. Uh, uh, when you bought artisan tapes back in the day on, uh, on VHS, um, they would show like a clip show of a bunch of their movies. And it would always show Christopher Walken doing the kiss and the body catch on fire and the uh, oh, morgue. Shit. Every time it was like, oh, that's that fucking movie, man. That's dope. It's awesome. <laughs> fucking shit, dude. Yeah, uh, but I, but, and it was it blew my mind that I did not know how many great people were in this fucking movie. Yeah, like, holy it's shit. A, it was a theater. It was a big movie. Yeah, it was Weinstein's Weinstein movie back in the day. I was like, yeah, holy man. fucking shit, man. Yeah. Those guys were doing everything back then. I mean, literally everything and everyone. Oh, creepy fucks. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, yet, uh, uh, and you have Eric Stoltz being pretty fucking weird with the kids and school. Yeah, he, he and... was kind of the, the he was a little off putting. I usually like Eric Stoltz and almost everything he's in, but man, I don't know. He just seemed I, I, I don't know weird, out of place dude. to me in this one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it, very it, weird. I don't know. It was strange. He's good, but uh, he's very strange. Yeah, yeah. But it's I think it's, it, it helps with the uh, the sort of magic of the movie. The movie's like. People don't really talk about it too often. And I would love for us to do like a trilogy because I think me too, man. I'd it's been a that. long time since there's there's even like I think there's four or five movies, but um, I don't want to get into all that. I'd rather get into we'll just do the trilogy, three. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, we'll just do the three. But I mean, yeah, it's it's a trilogy that we people don't talk about very often. It's kind of like when we did um, uh, the our Candyman episode trilogy uh, for Halloween. I'd love to do something like that for Halloween. This new tri- the, the the prophecy trilogy be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that's a great idea, man. And and plus, like I said, I remember two and three, but I did not remember this one at all. It's like, what the how the fuck did I not watch this one? <laughs> the yeah, best. It's one. legitimate. It's a, the best I think, one. And I think yeah, it was definitely the best one. But I uh, also think that part two has um, Danzig in it at the beginning. Oh Jesus! He's an angel. Uh, yeah, I remember uh, Martin. He's like, dude, I just read uh, Prophecy Two. I'm like, well, I remember the Prophecy. The Prophecy is really good, but Prophecy Two, who's the fuck? He's like, dude, Danzig's in this. I'm like, what? Let's watch this fucking shit. <laughs> he's in there for like, he's in there for like 15 minutes. Bubba, <laughs> yeah. I want to be a movie star. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he's he's one of the angels that gets uh, dropped from uh, heaven or whatever. But he's one he of probably falls class. on his head. You dunce. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm glad you watched the, the first prophecy, man. It's awesome. Dude. It blew, it, what I uh, I was just kind of thinking of random shit because I mean we just kind of threw this episode together, you know, really quick. Oh and yeah. I was like, holy fuck, because I, I meant to te- text you that the other night, and I people, people worked, won't know I, how I, quick we put like, this together. <laughs> this is like, what now? So people won't know how quick we put this together. This is like a flash. Oh yeah. Bam! Like boom. You want to do it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's just jump. I know, on. <laughs> just literally knock it out of the park. But uh. Yeah, no, it, I, I meant to text you that the other day, and I, I was just been working like crazy, and I just and then, forgot. So, like, I was like, oh, he's going to love this when I tell him. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's Christopher Walken, and he's like like an angel. <laughs> so bad. Gabriel, the best angel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, great. That's great stuff. Um, I think I have. Um, I think that's the last one from where I might have. I can probably figure out another one. I got one more. And cool. that's because I've been watching this uh, since last night to this day, and we're almost done. I am watching. Uh, uh, oh my god! I just had a brain fart. Um, uh, my god! What the fuck's wrong with me? My my brain just fucking. <laughs> my brain said. My brain just locked up. Uh, oh my god! <clears throat> Neil Gaiman. Uh, it's on Netflix. Um, oh my oh, god! Um, is it Sandman? Sandman. Oh, I feel like Christ. I saw a uh, uh, ad for that. Yeah, 
Oh uh, yeah, Sam. Oh god, I hope it doesn't suck. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, it is. It's fucking awesome. Okay, good. I, I know. I know. Like the 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 book is fucking phenomenal. They somehow, I don't know how they did it, but they they did it. They made the Sandman <laughs> a show, and it's Holy fucking. Shit. Amazing. Well, I'm excited to start that. I got I gotta watch Westworld too later tonight. Oh, that's something else I could talk about. But yeah, oh, Sandman, okay. dude. Like I've been I've been fucking wanting to see this. I like I've been hearing about it, but I've been just completely fucking weary, just expecting the absolute worst. Because let's be real, Netflix, you've been fucking up on a lot of your shows. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. like in your best content, you start canceling. I, I I will still never fucking forgive you for the Santa Clarita died, you cunts. And like, I, I'm just always worried and, and just afraid that it's just going to be either shut down or it's going to be shitty and bad. And like Cowboy Bebop, like what the fuck are you doing? Uh, I, I, you know, I, but I'm I'm so glad it, to hear yeah. that this has been awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, uh, 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 I, we're on episode eight. It's ten episodes. They're all like pretty long. They're all about like an hour long. Right. So, uh, but like you know, if this is whatever we get, fine. I mean, like this is. It's all perfect. I have, you know, I, I will mention to, to you, and I'll mention to anybody who who Ooh, else listens to this. You should probably listen that uh, the you should probably have read the comic books or listened a little bit, listen to the audio book um, of Sandman. The, yeah, the Sandman uh, that that full drama dramatization they did with like James McAvoy and a bunch of, and Chad Dennings and everything like man, that. I've read the books too, or what you know the comp, but it's been years, man. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'll um, probably just do read like a recap or something to be. I don't have maybe I'll but, I'll try to listen to it as well. I might just do that, Jeremy. But I gotta tell you, I don't think you really need it. Okay, cool. It, 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 I will say it will help. I feel uh, like I'll remember enough of it, you know. I will. Help. I said it will help slightly because there's more. Uh, there's more information in the book. Uh, there's more information in the audio book because the audio book is uh, a, a sort of an encapsulation of. It's a. It's, I said the word wrong, but like it's it's all the books, all seventy five books, you know, put together. But like this thing is like perfect, dude. I have I, I've absolutely loved this show. My wife is Joe's into the show. Bryce is in the show. I told Bryce, I'm like, wow, Sandman is not a superhero. He just kind of like comes in and helps because he's a, he's, sure. he's the Lord of Dreams. So like like he cannot interfere. Like it's not like a Captain America or you know uh, or Iron Man. It's just, he's a dude. He's, he's no like, side picking and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, but it's 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 a very adult show. Um, uh, you have uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, I forget his name. Uh, Boyd. I think his last name is. You seen him before? The actor. Great actor. I think he's um um uh, I wish I could tell you Mike, because Mike, you would know this guy, but like he plays uh, uh he plays the uh the, the uh Corinthian, the bad guy in it with the uh the mouths for te- for the mouths for uh the oh, okay the eyes for mouths. Uh, yeah. Boyd, I think his last name is or something like that. Uh but he's awesome in it. Um everybody is great. The dude who plays fucking Morpheus is perfect. I mean they could have got James McAvoy because James, McAv- James McAvoy is the voice for hit- for Morpheus in the audio book, the audio drama. But right. like this guy is fucking great. Like everything, like the, cool. the, the lady they got to play Death, uh, Desire, Despair. Like everybody is fucking awesome. This 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 is a show that has been. I have been surprised the entire time. Like they found I'm surprised out you're so you're so elated by this i thought it was gonna be terrible dude i really did and i thought you would be like 
the last person to like it because <laughs> I just assumed it was going to be that bad. And I know how much you love the story, you know. I love, yeah, I love, I, I love this story. I love, I, I, I love the Sandman. He's such an incredible character. Um, but uh, no, uh, Neil Gaiman, uh, what's his name? Uh, who helped write uh, Blade and the Dark Knight and Batman Begins? Um, Alex uh, Garland. No, no, Alex Garland, uh, the other guy. Um, I forget his name, but the, he was the guy who had all the ta- the the, um, the the director of Blade didn't like him very much because the guy didn't, the writer didn't like his tattoos enough. <laughs> David Escoyer. Yeah, David Escoyer. David Escoyer helped uh, also co help adapt it for screen and one other guy. But um, yeah, they, they collected. They, they did something in here I didn't never thought they would do, which is the. Um, Basically, the sort of um, the bet between death and dream, where uh, they go to a uh, they go to a pub and like uh, I think it's like the 1300s or okay. 12 or the uh, 1200s or whatever, and um, the dude there um, I think they eventually call him Mog, but like um, uh, or Mob, uh, but he's like, I'll never die. There's so Ooh. many things to do in life, and death is like, hey, dream you take it i won't do anything about it just like and then they make that pact of like we meet at the pub every 100 years and see how you still love life because dream is like there's no person who could live 100 years and act and and really stand it they, they would want to die at this point but no mob is mob or mog or whatever his name is no i he just finds all these incredible things that are part of life and it's like it's super inspiring and it's they put this in the fucking show, and I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit, dude, this is fuck!" And this takes like centuries. It takes from like twelve hundred to like from tonight from uh, nineteen eighty six to fucking now two thousand twenty two. And it's like it's awesome. It's like it's a great fucking show, man. For me, I mean, I love the show. It's awesome. I'm dude, yeah. That uh, that just gives me so much hope because I had actually zero like the fucking bare bottom <laughs> rock bottom floor of it. <laughs> I thought this was just gonna be another fucking dud on Netflix's hands. And this is not a they do make something great, they really fucking do. Yeah, yeah. A lot I of think, the Mike Flanagan stuff is so great on there. Uh, what is it? Uh, what's the um, uh, that awesome fucking uh, David David uh, Fincher show? Mind Hunters. That's an awesome show. But they, yeah, uh, yeah. But then we don't know if that's gonna come back with the third I, season ever. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I think the best thing I ever saw on Netflix was that fucking. Um, that I mean, Narcos was great for a while. Fucking, I never House saw of that. Cards so. was really, really good for a long time before Kevin Spacey went. You know, well, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, but for me, it was that movie with uh, Elijah Wood and uh, White Lady. I, f- I forget her name. She's been in movies, every, uh, been in tons of movies. But like, basically, like the, she goes off and uh, and she has Elijah Wood come with her and they fucking fight bad guys and oh I'm bad, yeah I'm yeah yeah a bad yeah. job. And, Something like looking for a friend or, or something it's like it's a it's a long title. It's a long title, yeah. But, but yeah, I know exactly. That's a really good movie. Great movie. Um, uh, yeah, but that's a but that that was one of the last. But like, yeah, I'm with you on on the uh, uh, even though I haven't seen Narcos, I trust your I trust you. So it's probably a really great show. But man, even Narcos Mexico, like the part the second one, like that one was still really good. It wasn't as great, but still really well done. Cool. But uh, yeah, I, I'm just as surprised you are. I was I've been waiting for this thing to come up for a long time, and I, me and Brace were up at at three. Well, we were around the time it was like two o'clock, but I was like, oh shit, Sandman came out. And I'm like, 
Bryce's like, what's Sandman? I'm like, oh, this guy's awesome. Like, <laughs> we're about to find out. <laughs> it was funny because like uh 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 Sandman's like he's sort of he's trapped for the first episode, so he's naked most of the time. Uh but um yeah, I, I I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen or has no idea yeah, what no, no, Sam no, is all about. Yeah, don't ruin it for me either because I want to watch it too. It's yeah. killer. <laughs> it's it's a it's a really great show. It's really great. Cool. And they're able to balance timelines perfectly, in my opinion. Timelines are balanced. Um, timelines between different characters. Timelines between like the past and the present. Everything is done really, really fucking truly well. And I think what helped is that they got Neil Gaiman, the man who created the Sandman, and um, and got David S. Goyer, who, who he's a, he's a pretty good writer for the most part, um, and but, another guy, mm-hmm. and they were able to figure out juggle all this shit and just give it to a director and they're able to do it and they found really good actors to do all these things i mean like uh gwendolyn christie i believe uh what's her name from uh, game of thrones plays lucifer yeah, the um, Lightbringer. um there's right. a it's a lot of good stuff in this fucking brand from game of thrones sorry that's Brienne, yeah that's it. <laughs> uh but like the special effects are amazing uh they have matthew the crow uh voiced by Patton oswald didn't know that until this day, which is <laughs> pretty either. cool. Uh, but uh, even though in the audiobook it's it's voiced by um uh, 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 uh Gollum. Uh, oh um Andy Circus. Andy Circus. But uh yeah, there's it's Gollum. <laughs> yeah, Gollum. But uh yeah, this everybody is awesome in it. It's this is a great show. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'll have to I'm definitely have excited to check it out. And I guess uh, I guess I'll, we'll talk about one more man because Westworld, sure. which is on HBO Max, it the first season is in my opinion up there with one of the, like the best series of television shows like ever. Like what up show? there with like Westworld. Oh, Westworld. Okay. With like um um, it's up there with True Detective season one, which is almost like you know to me is like a perfect fucking season. Perfect, perfect um, season. Yeah. Th- you know, there's there's several out there, but I mean, there's several out there that aren't anywhere near as good as as like that perfect level of just writing acting directing everything just comes together yes. perfectly you know everything I mean? comes together yeah and like, like you know, Sandman and, for me ex- yeah. exactly and you know for any of y'all who don't know what Westworld is about and and I know it's they had a lot of breaks because of COVID and all that they're only on season four and it started in like 2016 I believe but <clears throat> at the intersection of the near future and a reimagined past waits a world in which every human appetite can be indulged without consequence it basically there's a theme park that's been built and robots bo- robots have created that are completely like humans like you can kill them you can stab them you can fuck them you can do whatever you want oh, to do yeah. these things yeah. and any kind of thing you want to do is allowed in this park but it's insanely expensive i'm pretty sure it's like $10,000 a day or something like that to go right the first season is just so well constructed and put together which is a remake of an old 70s movie 70s movie uh, michael crichton wrote and directed it was like yeah. one of his first old michael crichton yeah. yeah and um which and is future also on, too yeah which are both or um, westworld is on the original westworld is also on hbo max and i think future world is on one of the free ones too be i just saw it the other day there's a yeah, future yeah future world somewhere else too but yeah the, i think both of those if if, if anybody's listening uh, i think both of those movies are really you should take your time and check them out. They're really good movies. I, I agree. I, I would recommend watching them before the show. They're definitely worth checking out. I agree, out. too. And you, get, <clears> and, <throat> you get, and you get to see a, a fucking super young um, um, 
uh, Brolin. <laughs> Not James, Josh James Brolin. Dead. Yeah, James Brolin. He's in the first movie. <laughs> he's super young, man. And then, of course, Yul Brynner. <laughs> Yul Brynner's great. He's, he's the fucking T, he's the T-1000 in that fucking movie. I know, movie. right? Awesome. He really is. <laughs> he's awesome, man. And it's, it's anyway, so I've been wanting to talk about season four. It finally came back. Uh, season two, I feel like it kind of just, they tried to be as cryptic as season one. And it's still good. It's still really good. But it, I don't know. The writing is a little kind of, they, it felt like they just try to make it too hard to follow sometimes. You know what I mean? Well, season I mean, you three. No, you have no was, one's brother doing it. So, I mean, hey. Oh, I know. I know. And season three, I thought was good, but weird. Like, just like, I mean, when my brother and I both finished it, we were like, what the fuck is, it was just a hell of a cliffhanger. And you had to wait like three years for season four. But season four has been back to the quality of season one. It's oh, been okay. fucking killer, man. Ed Harris, once again, is always kicking ass. But, dude, it's really Evan Rachel Wood. The way she can play a robot, like, it's it's fucking creepy, man, how well she can just, you know, go from accent to accent to basically, you know, it's just insane performances, man. It's such a cool show. Yeah, she is. Good actors. And so I highly recommend it. It's like, I think, or episode seven of season four and the season finale is next week. So it's fucking worth checking out right now. Yeah. Wow, that's great. And yeah, that cool, was. Man. I think that was the last one I had, buddy. Yeah, I think it's all I got too, dude. Yeah, like I, 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 if I had anything, I don't remember anymore. But, but yeah, yeah, same. Since we literally yeah. just picking the shit out of thin air, anyway. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> I think it's a lot of stuff right there. Yeah. Right. Uh, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll be back uh, uh, next week with uh, uh, the fragile part two. Hope you guys think fragile part one. Uh, it was a lot, f- a lot of fun for us. So, uh, if you ha- if you've heard it. I hope you guys listen to the album. And if you've heard any of the things we talked about in this episode, please check them out. They're a lot of fun. So, all right, Mike. So we'll leave here and uh, you guys take it easy and uh, don't be beast of shit. Talk to you guys next time. Later. Later.